You're listening to Anti-AM 66.6, and it's time to wake the fuck up. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned into the number one talk radio station in the country. Fuck Glenn Beck and fuck Sean Hannity. They don't have the chest to say what we say. Troy and Ryan in the afternoon, coming to you after a short commercial break. lover broken up with before you had the chance to change did you fuck it all up but still feel like you're in the right you may be entitled to compensation love and love heart injury attorneys have recouped millions of feelings borrowed sweatshirts and christmas gifts back from ex-lovers to our clients we offer tinder and bumble makeover services so you can get back out there and find someone better or your money back guaranteed call 666-666-LOVE that's 666-666-LOVE now stop crying and start trying today. Welcome to Anti-After Dark, featuring other hosts, Brian from Anti-Art. And Ashley from Simpin' After Dark. You just call me a hoe? Do you say other hoes? Man, you're acting like a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'll slap you. Anyway, welcome to Anti-After Dark, the number one romantic uh, advice show on 66.6 Anti-Radio. We're here with Ashley from Simpin' After Dark, as we said, all the way from That's California. Good. Thanks for coming, Ashley. L.A. Thank you for having me, guys. I'm so excited for this. I've never been on the radio before. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. I know it's a bit of an antiquated medium, but I figured we'd bring it back for this uh, for this weekend album cycle, which we will get into a little bit later. But first, we're going to talk about a saucy, uh, spicy uh, situation <laughs> with a the boy from Canada. Uh, Drake uh, <laughs> is in the news today. Oh, no. Allegedly. Um, some Manser shit style shit happened. Uh, <laughs> Drake and an IG model were in a hotel, and uh, the IG model is alleging that Drake poured hot sauce into a condom that she tried to pour into herself to get herself pregnant, and now she's suing. What do you guys think about she's, this? Wait, I didn't. I didn't hear that part about she's suing. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, she's suing. Um, <laughs> I don't oh. know what she, she's really suing for, right? I, I don't mean, think she has no legal grounds. <laughs> right. I mean, maybe it's like one of those things, like you know, in, like McDonald's, how like. They never had like oh the, like there's hot stuff in here and that lady like poured the hot coffee over her and then she oh, sued yeah. McDonald's and got away with it. It's like that with Drake. <laughs> so all the Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, that shit is like I literally screamed when I read it. It seems like fake to me. I didn't go check her page, 
but like it just reads like some fucking fake shit you would read on reddit like a urban legend like a warning story to scare people it definitely did like seem fake like i thought it was fake all day today too like i just thought it was just like a funny story but then like drake posted on instagram no way yeah he was just like uh god what was that caption ryan i think you posted it on uh, it's like story. You, you got your 15 minutes of fame uh I, but i get the rest of the 23 hours and 45 minutes or something like that <laughs> no way i didn't know that he posted about it i read about it like earlier today or maybe yesterday whenever it was and i just like laughed and like went on about my day i did not think it was going to turn into like a whole fucking thing that's hilarious yeah so so as a romantic advice um specialist um <laughs> What's your read? What's your read on this? Uh, um, <laughs> was she in the right? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Tell us why she's. Tell us why she's correct and what she did. Oh my god! Why she's correct? Let's see. Because you got to secure the bag. I mean, it's Drake. God damn. You can have Drake, right? That's money forever. Eighteen years. Now, do you think when she saw the condom and saw that it was orange, did she think anything odd or? That's what I'm saying. Like, how would you not? Like, you're just going to pour some fucking orange shit in your pussy. (laughs) Just open up. Like, you know, she's dumb. And um, I don't know. It's embarrassing. That's like a big L for the ladies. My man had the 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 white ghost pepper sauce. Just like (laughs) he's like like, has it on deck in the bathroom. He's pulling pranks. My man is pulling pranks. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah where the fuck's he even getting hot sauce in the bathroom like bro why don't he you just he probably has it be- under the sink <laughs> his emergency prepared. stash of hot sauce <laughs> or wasn't it in a hotel room yeah it yeah. was he could have just so, flushed like, it I know that's weird that makes no sense see that's why I'm so confused but um wow spicy <laughs> Very- uh, no no Very- I'm cry just thinking about it extremely spicy situation uh, that that woman found herself in um if she wins the lawsuit people are gonna be out here oh my god <laughs> like it hurts right now she's gonna set a legal precedent it's gonna be like uh whatever her name is uh like versus the state of california or whatever it's gonna it's gonna be very crazy out there McDonald's lady? yeah no no not the mcdonald's lady <laughs> <laughs> i guess she wouldn't be suing the state if it was drake right i guess she'd be suing the aubrey estate she- should be suing oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. the six, actually. Yeah, She's just... suing Toronto <laughs> versus the six. <laughs> One of the most uh, insane stories, and again, yeah, we don't know if it's real or not. All I see is like on World Star and at Rap, and it's like you know all this kind of stuff. I haven't seen it. Like I haven't seen uh, CNN's take on this yet. I haven't seen Don Lemon. <laughs> I'm just dying that Drake actually posted about it. That makes it pretty legit. Like you would the, think see, he would just like. Laugh he's a poster at heart. You know what I mean? Just like us. <laughs> God. <laughs> see that that's what got me confused too because i'm like because because like no, normally if it wasn't true he just wouldn't react to that but like hmm <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah because i'm sure he deals with stuff like that all the time like girls trying to trap him so you would think he just like brushes it under the rug but i mean maybe he does do that like to freaking make girls scared <laughs> not to do that shit and now all the other guys are gonna do that so my, don't my- be pouring condoms into your pussy no more ladies my thing is two things about this situation before before we before we wrap up and move on uh no pun intended before we wrap it up and move on to the next topic um number one it said that he tied the the condom before throwing it out it's a bit of a bit of an odd thing to do don't you think is that something that people do like often like in a Hmm. knot yeah it was like tied up in a knot like a balloon (laughs) um i guess maybe if you don't want like the stuff to slip out that's what you would do Okay, so Drake Drake has a, a very specific technique, and then the but other doesn't sperm die. 
Yes, but the other thing I wanted to say is, how did Drake know that hot sauce would be the antigen or whatever? (laughs) (laughs) Would kill his sperm. Yeah, would kill the sperm. How would he know? Drake knows, man. He probably just knows that the sperm is going to die anyway, and he just wanted to put the hot sauce in there to find out if (laughs) this bitch was going to do that. Because if she did it, she's obviously going to be crying about it. He's going to find out, and then he won't fuck with her no more. Uh, yeah, I guess that I guess that that makes a lot of sense. Um, but just Drake, to get a laugh out of it, just to get a little laugh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do a little man. something silly. Man, I really hope we get like a bar from this, like in a future Drake song or something. Oh, you know he will. <laughs> <laughs> there was something. I if I could find it in time, I probably can't. But it, there was something about like these girls trying to get me prego, but I got the sauce or something like that. There's some, <laughs> oh my god, something from diplomatic immunity. Let me see if I can find it real quick. <laughs> Jokes wreck themselves. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity sauce. All right, let's look it up real quick. Uh, I might have just gotten tricked. <laughs> it's just a lot of tricks being pulled. Oh, here we go. I got the sauce, and now shorties uh, keep claiming prego. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's a long-standing hmm. thing that he does. And she's the first one ever to do it. Yeah. He hit a devious look. Wild-ass story. <laughs> so, so, you know what was crazy too from the story? Just like from the Instagram post of how like detailed it was. And she was just like, he has a seven inch dick. <laughs> <Whoa. I know. laughs> like, it's just like, what? <laughs> just, like, this is really weird. All for some clout. It's not bad. All for some clout. You know? I mean, <laughs> definitely not, not the worst thing that like a woman's done to Drake to like get clout. You know? Uh, yeah, like, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but I guess we can move on to just one more situation um, after that. And uh, before we talk about the weekend, I also wanted to get your take, Ashley, because we haven't talked to you in a while. I wanted to get your take on this Julia Fox and Kanye situation and uh, also the Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson situation. And so weird. Yes. How, what it, Overall, what are your thoughts? And then I want to ask you a very important question. Overall, I mean, I get that, like, Kanye is going to be dating if Kim's going to be dating. But I just think... Like, Kanye's, like, doing it way too obviously, like, trying to get a reaction out of Kim, like, telling the world that he's trying to get her back and then, like, doing, like, staging a photo shoot. I'm sure you guys, like, saw, like, from her article that she wrote where she was like, oh, he did a whole photo shoot for me and everybody was just Mm -hmm. clapping for us or whatever. Like, Yeah, on the second date. It's weird. It's weird. And then I seen this TikTok about her last night that just, like, talked about her whole past. I didn't know, like, she's, like, a artist or whatever the fuck she is like i really didn't know who she was Mm -hmm. so i think it was just trying to get some fine ass bitch that's curvy like kim k and trying to make her jealous but it just screams like trying hard to me yeah it is it is a bit try hard with the with the whole photo shoot and you know what i mean trying to recreate that picture that he did with kim where she's like sleeping on him oh i didn't know that yeah like it's hmm. Pretty That's, much like same shit. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit extra, and yeah, I guess Kim is a little bit more low key with it. But Julia Fox, for those of you who don't know, and for, and for Ashley, you know, obviously she's um, she had a breakout role in Uncut Gems in 2019. She played uh, Adam Sandler's mistress essentially, and uh, she was really great in that movie. You know what I mean? I really really appreciated her, you know, acting and all that stuff, and some other stuff about her also. Um, I'm sure you did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially <laughs> the scene where she she's she's walking back from 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 like the taxi after he slams the door. You know what That's I mean? I was a good walk. Great, great walk. Great acting skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but seriously, she, she really, she honestly is a really good actress. But she's very good actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's super cool. Um, and I loved her in Uncut Gems. But anyway, um, I wanted to ask you, who is winning the breakup currently? Um, I think the person that just like stays 
Chill is mm. winning, so mm. I'm gonna say Kim. Okay. What about you guys? It's a toss-up. Mm. Because <laughs> at first she was winning, and you know what I mean? And, and this is a theory that I've had for a while about breakups. I think men, after they break up with people or after they divorce or, you know, in the public and stuff, I feel like in the first two weeks, men are just, like, very quick to just, like, be with whoever, you know what I mean? Like, very public with mm-hmm. it. The same way that, you know, he was at the stadium and he's like, oh, like, I'm with these girls, I got a new chick, this, that, you know, the album release, all the hype. But after that kind of died off, after the first, like, two, three, four weeks, then Kim gets the the rebound relationship and that's when i think yeah i think that's probably when she started catching the most w's yeah i don't know i think it's just like i don't know if you guys remember with like omarion and his baby mama her name was like april something i don't know if she's like a model or something Hmm. um it's kind of just like random i think it's like love and hip-hop type stuff i believe Mm -hmm. um but, like, she would be all wild trying to make him jealous. She was dating, like, this other guy from B2K. So it was, like, his friend. Oh, shit. And, like, she was just very much trying to, like, be in the spotlight and, like, be like, oh, I'm dating him. Like, don't hate. Like, very much trying to get attention. Whereas he just laid low, like, made no comment about it mm. and just, like, lived his life. And that, to me, is more like you're winning because, like, you're just unbothered. Because when you're trying too hard, it's very obvious to everyone. And, like, we all do it. But... It's really, really hard to pull off in a way that you don't look, like, embarrassing. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it can be mm-hmm. tough, especially when it's, like, not an amicable breakup, amicable breakup and you don't remain yeah. friends after. Because that can happen sometimes, but... Yeah. Um, especially when you're, like, almost like enemies after. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely hard um, to not try and one-up each other. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, like, even if it's not on purpose, it looks like it is. Always, yeah. No, it does. And, and and especially if you do something public like that, the other person's going to see it and then the other person's going to do something public or sly or, you know, it, it, it just ends up being like a retaliation war back and forth. And yeah, that's exactly it sucks. And mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't imagine on this public of a scale. It's almost become try. like, yeah, it's become like a modern art project between the two of them with especially with yeah, all the really. all the Balenciaga, you know, Balenciaga's winning. Balenciaga is the real winner uh, of the breakup. Let's actually be real. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> just styling everybody yeah just styling everybody like yeah it is just kind of yeah i feel like i kind of have to agree with ashley kim's kind of winning this i think just because like kanye you know like even like during the donda like tour like or donda performances like he just kept on being like oh i I still love you kim you know even at the larry hoover thing he's just like run back to me kimberly like you know (laughs) he's really trying so hard to get her back and then she's just like yeah, I just want to separate uh, separate you like legally. Like I, was, I want to be legally single now, and then she's dating Pete now, and it's just like I don't know. Like I, I think she's winning. In fact, I even saw like an article today that like somebody asked her like, "What do you think of Julia Fox?" And she's just like, "Whatever, you know, as long as Connie's happy, then you know we're fine." Yeah, and you yeah. know, which is like she's been very mature, which has been interesting for me, like how she ends up becoming the, the more mature one in this breakup. Because, like, yeah. I feel like the Kardashians really thrive off, like, the drama. But, like, she's just, like, kind of done with I it. I think Connie's doing enough drama for the both of them where to, like, <laughs> she could just sit back, relax, and just look, like, unbothered. I think I would also tend to agree with you because Connie did get the finer girl. But Pete Davidson has horrible tattoos. And it must suck that your that your girl gets taken by a guy with an RBG tattoo. So... <laughs> I think <laughs> I, I forgot he had that. Oh my god! Yeah, he does a Ruth he Bader Ginsburg a, tattoo. What tattoo? Oh, um, it's Ruth, Ruth Bader, Bader Ginsburg. Ginsburg. Yeah, but okay, that's what I was thinking. But I was like, no way. Yeah, like um, upper left 
like shoulder or whatever. Like yeah, a portrait. Yeah, like a, you know, like have, have you ever heard of like the notorious RBG? It's like the thing, like the Twitter thing that people. No. Oh, it's like it's like a white woman thing. I think um, <laughs> <laughs> they created this character, like the notorious RBG. It's like the notorious Big to make her like, oh, oh she's so God. sick and so hip hop, like you know Hamilton. Yeah, oh, like oh, like the freaking <laughs> no. like girl boss girls. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, girls are like oh Broad God. City created that meme. I see like girls saying that like non ironically, like commenting it. Oh, girl boss. Some girl commented on my like TikTok when I mean, she said girl boss, and like I was like, oh my God, no! <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me that. <laughs> but um, call you a girl boss? Yeah, he has horrific no. tattoos. He has that. He also wow. has a Hillary Clinton tattoo. We t- we t- we discussed this on a on a, on a oh. different episode. Yeah, he has a lot of bad tattoos. Bad tattoos. Really like ironic tattoos. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Getting an ironic tattoo of Hillary Clinton is that's that's a little too ironic for me. It's <laughs> like very permanent. It's very permanent ironic joke. Well, he got one because he 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 thought that she was definitely going to win. He got one before she won. He, he's like he's like t- to our first like female president or something like a week before. Oh, geez. <laughs> I mean, but he's like bipolar too, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Pretty sure. So maybe it was like a manic episode thing. Yeah, and so is Kanye. So I guess yeah. All... So I could see why she would like be like able to date both of them. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. You know what I mean? I guess Pete is the more same low key. energy. Same energy. Yeah, and Pete is the more low key one, I guess. And uh... chaotic. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Kanye is chaotic, like <laughs> evil, maybe, <laughs> and he's chaotic <laughs> neutral. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think he's like chaotic neutral for sure, or good. Uh yeah. Uh, I mean I don't know. Good evil, vi- evil vibes. He he gives me a little bit of evil vibe just for like date t- just for dating Kim so quickly like right after they broke up. Yeah, he's chaotic evil. Kanye okay. is chaotic neutral. I think we've established. I think we can establish that. Yeah. You think Kanye is chaotic neutral? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> neutral. I don't know. No, I, 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 I think Kanye's more evil than the Pete. You know. You think like, so? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. yeah. At least like you know like. Like, when Pete broke up with Ariana Grande, like, he doesn't, like, he didn't make, like, five songs and, like, calling her out by name. You, you I know, know, but those I mean? songs were good, and that's what makes it neutral. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, really it's a bad thing that he did, but it's a good song, and what does that equal out to? Just like the hot <laughs> sauce with the sperm, it kills it, neutralizes it, right? Okay, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> let's talk about this weekend now. <laughs> was a really good album like i i was a big fan of after after hours so like after hearing like don fm like it just feels like a great like continuation of that album what did you think of ashley i loved it yeah it's freaking amazing i love the weekend and um i saw how he said there's pretty much gonna be a new trilogy era going on Mm -hmm. so i'm excited for the next album too and to re-listen to all of them together 
yeah like a story because like when he gets into his eras he's like fucking committed Mm. yes and it's just dope i know and i i I wonder if he's gonna go to heaven or hell probably heaven i hope you know no at the end of the i think he wants to go to heaven but he's gonna go to hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i hope he goes to heaven yeah um i'm i'm super excited to see that the trilogy kind of like wrap up too because um just like you said listening to them all together um i listened to after hours right before the premiere of the new album and i watched Mm -hmm. like the twitch stream and everything and um listening to it it was amazing like listening to it uh like at the same time as everybody like at right at 12 o'clock was fantastic yeah and um yeah he was in like he was in like his old man outfit like his gray hair uh beard and all that stuff like cheering the crowd on and all that kind of stuff i'm happy he didn't yeah i'm happy he didn't perform it i I wanted to just hear the album straight through which which he played it through which was great Um, i didn't get to watch that but i think i saw like clips of it mm -hmm. on like tiktok or something looks like he's just kind of like djing or something and it's like all colorful and smoky was that it yeah yeah he was like quote-unquote djing it was pretty much just like the album playing and him just yeah he was like he was like on his phone half the time too which i thought was funny which um <laughs> which, which relating kind of back to kanye it's a similar similar kind of um a premiere style because when kanye premiered his uh, like donda in the stadium and everything he was just like on his phone uh, like through parts of it too like calling the engineer and stuff um and just like walking around and he didn't perform it just like played in the background and similar to the way that um the weekend did it which i thought was kind of cool yeah that's exciting yeah it um it's like a new a new like album party premiere type of thing that these people are doing i guess it's more of like a it's like a performance but they're not performing like it's interesting yeah, yeah people well, it's just a, like love to not... be like a part of something and like they get fomo so they're like i want to be watching i want to be there yeah <laughs> live no, yeah live tweeting i'm gonna live stream everything like i gotta go on instagram live no but um but i'm actually kind of hoping that like this like tradition i guess of like big albums coming out just like where people just have listening parties now because like I, I really like it even though they are like late as fuck at night like after midnight and shit it, it's still like nice to like see like a, a good performance go along with the the new album yeah well yeah. I, it, it was nice to see um what do you call it? Uh, it was nice to see the weekend show up on time. Uh, he was actually early, uh, as Kanye was an hour and a half late <laughs> to every single yeah. premiere <laughs> and every concert he's done this year. No way. So um, it's Kanye. He could do whatever. That's true. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, like I'll wait for like three hours just to watch him. Like whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simping after Kanye over here. Um, but anyway, <laughs> let's get into it track by track. Um, so you know for for those of you who don't know uh we're doing like the anti after dark show you know what i mean but ashley simpin after dark again is a great resource for anybody who's looking for relationship advice hookup advice um especially during these you know uh fomo times these tinder times these like you know everybody's trying time everybody has their checklists more than ever before so navigating it can be very difficult and mm-hmm. um you know we we went on her show back in when was that it was like august i think around august, then yeah Mm-hmm. yeah we traveled to la um partially for for her pod actually honestly uh Aww. yeah um and that was a lot of fun uh you know we got drunk and <laughs> got into a lot of really interesting <laughs> had some white claws had some white claws i think the name you of the episode was um you don't know what love is i believe mm-hmm. whoever wants to go listen to it simp after dark 
Yes, uh, but I was going to say, it's a very good episode. I love the formats of the episode because you go into, you know, um, songs and song lyrics and, and like, you know, get really topical with it. And uh, I wanted to do a kind of similar thing, but more of like in our scattershot sort of way. Uh, so I, yeah. I typed up all these topics and questions relating to this weekend album track for track. Um, so I figured we'd go into it. Some songs don't really have to do with romance and some songs we can kind of like skip over and just talk about the musicality of them. Um, but, uh, Troy, do you want to start talking about gasoline and, um, the concept of demon time? Um, <laughs> demon time. Also, that's not a sound effect. That is a cop car coming by my place. <laughs> it's Philly for you. Yeah, it's Philly, well, is that you know. your place or over here? Because I'm in downtown LA. And, and I, I don't know. It actually, it could be you. I don't know. One of the places. <laughs> Man, we gotta move to safer places. Uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Ashley's right next to, like, Skid Row. Is that where you are right now? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so demon time. So <laughs> so like the song Gasoline, um weekend the weekend's pretty much talking about demon time. You know, it's five AM, I'm calling you, uh, you know it's me. Um pretty much like it's like late night hookups, drunk calls, like, you know, demon time, you know what's gonna happen. You, you know we're trying to clap some cheeks. Uh, horny, hours. <laughs> horny hours. It's definitely horny hours. I mean, like, kind of like what Jake said, too. You know, don't uh, don't come over at 5 a.m. just to cuddle with me, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, so, Ashley, what did you, uh, so what did you think of that song, uh, Gasoline? Like, um, so, like, for Demon Time, like, are you pro or anti-Demon Time? Um, well, first of all, Gasoline is, like, one of my favorite songs on the album. It's so, so good. I love this song. And I'm pro demon time, although I don't really partake because I like to sleep. But for everybody <laughs> out there, go get some dick or whatever it is. I think it's good. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I think people should be able to let loose, you know, like after 2 a.m. or 1 a.m., whatever time it is. Like it's just like a different vibe and people just act completely different, I feel like. And it's easier to just be a freak or a demon whatever so yeah i'm pro letting that out before the dawn yes exactly yes for the dawn fm for the radio (laughs) for the radio show it is it is kind of like uh gasoline definitely does feel like um let's see you have a tinder hookup uh with some big ass titties and she hits you up at a very inopportune time and you drunk drive over to her house which is an hour away and that's what gasoline sounds like and you like <laughs> that's what it sounds like it's very yes. fucked up it's very like i don't know like it's very like psychedelic i guess you'd, you'd say uh it, yeah i love like that voice yes me, the fuck it is. me too mm-hmm. uh, pitchfork said it's a british accent i don't really think so it sounds more like a zombie like a yeah. dead like half that. dead or something it kind of sounds like a drunk talk to me. You know what I mean? Like, he's just so mm. fucked up. He's like, it's 4 a.m. in mine again. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, you I know, see that. he's just so trash. And then he's just like, I'm going to drive around your house again. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think like, yeah, that's what, like, it, dreamy, what it really like, was. Distorted. Yeah, it's cool to see. I, mm-hmm. I, honestly, I, it's cool to see the weekend um, very vulnerable on this album. Like, starting with this song, especially. Um, like, this is the only song that he talks about ODing and, like, all that kind of stuff and, like, you know, drugs and, you know, really, I feel like. Um, I feel like it's almost like a send off to like his old era and it's like, he like, mm. he's like, he's almost like dying from, you know, ex- excess of, of these things. And then the rest of the yeah, album, well, is- I guess technically it's like, like starting off from where after hours left off. Right. Exactly. Like- yeah. Yeah. Like until I bleed out. Um, but yeah, on this song, he's like in the arms of his lover and he, you know, he's, he's, uh, doing, doing some demon time as we said. 
but um there's lyrics on here like uh you know like you turn me around to help me breathe whatever it's like so he doesn't vomit like it's very it, it does get very dark dark extremely dark and uh after dark and um you know <laughs> <laughs> like literally like dying after dark but um Ugh. You know what I mean? So it, it's very, very uh, interesting to see him, again, like, send off his old era, his House of Bloons era, and his drug era um, in this way. You know what I mean? By, like, creating this, you know, ca- by bring updating his character to, like, almost like this, like, pathetic kind of character. Like, he, he, the game that he kind of, like, you know, pretended to have on House of Bloons and, like, bragged about on mm-hmm. House of Bloons is kind of like... Um, the game is up. Like, the cards are shown. It's very... I, I, I He's just kind of, like, freaking out now. Like Yeah. He's, like, he's paranoid. Like, yeah. What have I been doing my whole life? Yeah, definitely. Just trying um, to turn a new leaf and like maybe reconsider my actions <laughs> or my lifestyle. Think, yeah, I do think it's part of it. And then with like Jim Carrey too, just like kind of like narrating and just been like, "Yo, it's the end. Of, it's the end of the road for you now." Like you know, now it's like it's fine. And then for me, like I felt like the rest of the album was like kind of just like him looking back at these crazy times that he had, like when he was in the after hour phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or House of Balloon Phase too. Yeah, well, I guess on After Hours, it's like his lifestyle, his old lifestyle, just kicking the shit out of him. You know what I mean? And, and you know, until the point where, like, his head is cut off in the music video type of thing, where it's just, like, this excess and this cocaine and, like, treating, you know, my, my woman like my side chick and my Cody and, like, my wife, um, you know, brought me to this point where I'm just, like, burnt out. And then that's where, you know, that's where you get gasoline, where he's literally burnt out, like, dumping gasoline on me type of shit. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, well, I'm here about to die and I have no one. Yeah, and and then the next song, like, how do you make me love, how do I, um, what is it, how do I make you love me? Like, I feel like that's not a question that The Weeknd would normally ask, you know what I mean? It's very vulnerable and very, like, he usually has the answers, not the questions, you know? Yeah, like, he usually wouldn't care about that, but, like, now he's like, oh, fuck. Right. Like, he's Mm -hmm. he's in the twilight of, like, his life and he's just, like, trying to grab onto, you know all the past flings that he can think of like he's whatever he can opening up the rolodex yeah exactly <laughs> i know God. poor old man yeah. abel is he dating anyone uh he was dating angelina jolie for a little bit i don't know if he Wait, still is what he, he was something about that yeah he was dating her for a little bit um i don't know if they, again i don't know if they still are but they were seen out like a few, a few different times like oh, on yeah, dates and that- such um, there was like one of the lyrics I forgot what song on this album where he talks about something about like a superstar or something like that. Oh yeah, here we go again with Tyler uh, when he said my new girl she a movie star. Oh yeah, hmm. so that's probably about her. Hmm? It, it might be. I mean, I'm just looking at Google right now, and yeah, like it actually is her. Wow, is good there, like, for Abel. Of them? Yeah. Hang on, let me see. Damn, I never hmm. even saw anything. I feel like what the hell? Where by the way? <laughs> yeah living under a rock i follow yeah, the right. weekend drama i follow any weekend i follow like i don't know i have my eyes on this shit all the time like oddly enough like yeah you can't really tell most of the photos they're both like wearing like medical masks so you can't really tell oh. that's them well i mean it's literally angelina jolie the weekend you can tell <laughs> 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 i mean i don't know man it could be anyone under those masks I mean. <laughs> yeah <laughs> could be kanye west and julia fox who knows I mean, who knows, dude? It could be them. You know, it could be Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. We <laughs> yeah, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like them together. Yeah, they do look good. But um, yeah, I guess uh, continuing. Um, yeah, and then like um, how do I make you love me? And then after that, it's uh, take my breath away or take my breath. Um, yeah, that song fucking slaps. Like I love the beat on that song. Mm-hmm. 
There were so many good beats. Like every time I'm just like, ooh, it's a fucking bop. Mm-hmm. Just like every single one. I was like, all right, this whole thing is just fucking great. It's the flow of it all. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. Yeah. And the way he changes it up with each song on like, like, yeah, like Take My Breath is more of like a um, like classic, like a Italo disco type of song or like that with some Daft Punk influence. And then Sacrifice, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But that's more of like the um, um, like Justice and stuff like that. Have you ever heard of that band uh, like French mm-hmm. House and like really dirty, like, yeah, like I love it. Uh, European music and shit like that, like lots of bass and uh, that kind of stuff. Very stressful. But Take My Breath um, is a very interesting song. It's another one that intertwines death and love. Um, like, you know, taking my breath away, like, as far as, like, being being awestruck by a woman or, you know, literally, like, killing me <laughs> or choking me out. I feel so bad for him. He's just, like, always, like, I feel like he's, <laughs> he's like John super Wick. in love. But, like, he doesn't know how to freaking just, like, be in a relationship. And yeah. then he's always, like, sad as fuck after yeah um he's like drake but with more vocal talent and more honesty you know what i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah how- like he's like always super regretful like when he's like when he was with bella like still making songs about selena gomez mm-hmm. and like now he's like probably crying about bella and he's just like always crying about somebody it's like i feel like he like loves to love and like be caught up in like the drugs and all that and then he just like is crying after mm-hmm. you know like n- to not to around. Well, I mean, not to like jump too far ahead, but like you know the the interlude with a uh, Quincy Jones, you know, a tale by Quincy. I think it oh, kind yeah. of explains that situation. Of just like, I mean, I don't know like Abel's like past past at that much. I mean, I should, but but like he, it seems like um like since he didn't really have like, a mom like growing up, like he, he kind of didn't really know how to like have a relationship with, with like a woman or like have talking about Quincy, right? Yeah, yeah, talking about Quincy, mm-hmm. but kind of like through the yeah, he didn't have Abel, Abel didn't grow up with the dad, so it was kind of a similar, similar mm-hmm. thing, you know. But yeah, keep going. Yeah, it definitely yeah. makes sense, mm-hmm. and I, that's kind of like why I feel bad because just like when you try to understand why people are the way they are, it's like damn, they could be really fucked up, but if you understand why, like you still feel bad, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, because he was he was homeless in Toronto, he was living on um, benches and stuff like that, and really all he had was his voice, and it's like his voice brought him to all these heights and and but throughout that um the other thing that brought him through all this is the drugs you know what i mean the overdosing and mm-hmm. and doing drugs and you know without his voice and without um um hiding the pain and masking the pain with all those drugs like on house of balloons he wouldn't have blown up you know what i mean so the dichotomy of those two elements like natural born talent and like you know suppressing trauma and pain with drugs like brought him to where he is and now it's it's it is it is empty because it's like you know yeah it's like a catch-22 it sucks you know it's sad um it, it I, I could totally i could totally like em- empathize with him in, in certain ways like that's it really does suck yeah. um but yeah i think that like as you said troy tale of quincy really does um paint a a good picture of like you know um musical geniuses can have these things in the back of their minds or like in their past that you don't know about and um you know, like Quincy Jones, we, I didn't know that about him. You know, he's the producer of Thriller, one of the greatest producers of all time. I had no idea that his mom was put into a mental facility. Like, I know, that was so crazy. I was like, oh my God, that's so sad. Right. Like, that for sure affects you. And just like his evil stepmother, like telling him that he doesn't need a mom. I was like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like, damn. Like, I mean, there's, after hearing that story, it's like, okay, now I guess I kind of see, like, you know, some people have, like, these pasts where, like, there's like explains their, uh, everything about their behavior, you know. Like I just yeah, <sighs> I just don't think like crazy. there's real actual villains out there. And then you hear these stories, and it's like okay, 
Maybe for me, <laughs> there's not villains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> well, after, after hearing the origin story, you know, it's like, I see why you're yeah. a villain. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I Shit, think that would be too. Yeah. It's a really beautiful moment. And, and the odd thing is I've listened to this album so many times and I've heard him tell this story, like probably like, I don't even know how many times by now, like 20, 20, <laughs> like 25 times by now. <laughs> and I never get tired of it because I love the way that it flows. Uh, from song to song but just going back to take my breath just for a second like as a single um, I thought it was a little bit too reminiscent of after hours like I thought it was going to be too much more of the same Mm -hmm. and and I was a little bit skeptical but um, the way that the extended version um, flows um, is just is just absolutely perfect you know yeah I think as a single it was really um, not basic I don't want to call it basic but just not that exciting yeah Mm-hmm. I guess to me, like, yeah, I, I new. feel that. Yeah, I thought that too. Like, I didn't like it too in the context of by itself, but like seeing it like in the context of the album, it makes it like more three dimensional and more like I guess adds more texture to the like to yeah. the song and to the album itself. Yeah, I feel like that also happened with After Hours. I forgot what the single was, but I remember I also was not that excited by it. But like listening oh, to it together. I think so. I like can't remember right now, but um, yeah, I was just like, eh. And then altogether, like, then I loved it all. Yeah, like, I love After I'm, Hours too. Blinding Lights too. Blinding Lights was the one that re- it, it, it it did build up because it started off with Heartless, and I was like, this kind of sounds like his fuckboy like shit. Like it is good, but it just kind of sounds like his like typical stuff. Yeah. And then um, you know, but he was also a little bit more aggressive on that one, like the way that he was like just very specifically talking about manipulating people. And it was like, wait a second, there's something sinister and weird going on here, like self-reflective and like kind of like almost like a, he's painting a character. And then you get the blinding lights and it's like tremendous. And then After Hours is like, wow, like that's a mm-hmm. real powerful single. But it, it was cool that he only had one single here and it kind of like he kind of took the After Hours era and he's like, OK, how am I going to fit it into this new era of mine? You know, which is the Dawn FM era, similar to the way he did Heartless to, you know, After Hours take my breath great song um the next song sacrifice is probably my favorite i would say that was mm-hmm. really good too oh the bass line in that one is just so good tremendous like, i love like uh, just even the bass line just in the beginning I, I just play that back over and over and over again sometimes mm-hmm. like um yeah it's it's a good song and plus i really like uh, the chorus too just the way that like um the melodies progress like i it just sounds so fucking good so smooth yeah it reminds like, me of like a this... like a radio like literally like it's like the most like radio showy song to me like kind of like more old school I don't know it's really good though mm-hmm. honestly like dare I say it kind of sounds like Michael Jackson like, oh definitely in the song no he's on like, his Michael sounds... he, he's on his Michael shit this whole album yeah uh, he it, it gets more and more I think he gets more and more comfortable as 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 stuff goes on and as I said with Quincy which we'll talk about in just a second uh, a little bit more in depth but um sacrifice yeah definitely is like the thriller era. Uh, Michael where it's like a little bit of horror a little bit of funk um you know what I mean and but uh he does his own thing with it which I really like and um this is this is where again we can kind of rope Ashley back in and get her opinion on this but um the out of time and sacrifice they both have themes of um balancing yourself basically between devoting yourself to a lover or simping you know what I mean like in Mm -hmm. in to like simping over your girlfriend and like being there for your girlfriend like wholeheartedly and like really like you know devoting yourself to her and also like your other obligations so yeah. i wanted to ask yeah. yeah i wanted to ask like like uh when does like being out of time for someone turn into like a time management problem or when is it kind of like you know like the yeah. the person who's asking for your time's fault 
you know? Yeah, it's hard because, like, when you're, like, trying to do something outside of your relationship where it's, like, as important to you as your relationship or, like, almost as important or whatever, mm-hmm. it's, like, the other person just kind of has to accept it, you know, yeah. that they're not going to be number one. So, I don't know. I think as long as it's, like, communicated and, like, known. Like, if you're obviously outwardly passionate about it and, like, working hard and communicating, then I think it can work out. But it's rough because a lot of people just want to be number one in the other person's life. Like, for a lot of people, the relationship is, like, their thing. So, if you are going after your passion or it's work or your career or whatever, like, time time management is hard because, like... Sometimes you got to do what you got to do and you have to be with someone really understanding, but it's sad like feeling like you're number two. Yeah. And it's sad. Um, like feeling like that person doesn't have enough time for you, you know? Yeah. Like you can try really hard, but at the end of the day, like there's only so many hours in the day. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to preface this because this is, this was a, a small issue on the, on the episode that me, um, you know, me, you and Troy did in Cali. I want to preface this by saying, I'm not talking about anybody specific in the past. Uh, <laughs> if I'm talking about a girl on here, no, it's nobody specific. This is fictionalized, blah, blah, blah. It's parody. It's blah, blah, blah whatever. Parody. Um, I've been Disclaimer. in, I've been in a situation specifically with this podcast and with anti where it's just like the person that I was with was just like always like, you know, um, trying to not get me to stop this but just almost like you know uh wanted me to do it but just like not like have her see it or not have you know what i mean not like take up any for time um and just like you know that was really hurtful to me because it was like i'm trying to build something here and i love you but why are you why are you acting like this this thing i'm trying to build is why making me choose it's something i'm sleeping with like it's it's you know you know what i mean like it's like it sucks it's not the other woman Mm -hmm. it's um you know my passion you know what i'm saying man well maybe this uh parody woman was uh jealous of me you know (laughs) i I had all your attention you know oh man i mean yeah because even like sometimes when like people are spending more time with like their friends instead of their like partner like Mm -hmm. sometimes you can get a little jealous because it's just like well priorities and it's like you should prioritize me but like if it's like a career or like something you're trying to build like you have to be understanding but i get it because like i'm definitely like one to be like you need to spend more time with me but i don't know (laughs) My whole thing is it's like it, if you don't have time for the other person and it's like it's really affecting the relationship and it, and it comes to a point where the person's like, I, I need to spend time with you, like it gives you an ultimatum. I think that's a good, good, good time to end it on amicable terms and just say like, yeah. hey, you might want someone for you that, um, you know, just has a job, just works there 40 hours and then, you know, tries to spend as much time with you as humanly possible and doesn't have some other side passion or anything like that. Like it's kind of how it was for me. I was just kind of like, you know you you deserve somebody who you know can spend all that time on you and you know you're you're not wrong for asking for the time but i don't you know have all of it yeah for sure because like those relationships like they look fun like i see people all the time that are just like they have like their nine to fives and then they're just like always out doing shit on like the weekends yeah that's cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) i know it's 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 (laughs) maybe um, in another lifetime (laughs) maybe in another life yeah exactly if we if we had another life or something or more time or we can stop time Mm -hmm. or you know. Yeah, because like sometimes you're just like building towards something and it's like, you know, once I get to this level, then like I'll have more time and you're just like making the, the other person wait. But you really just never know what if you get to this next level and it's the same thing or you have even less time. It's kind of fucked up to the other person like having to string them, string them along. Yeah, yeah, it's this song, like one of the lyrics. I don't know if it's one of the lyrics you sent over to me where he's like 
where she says or he says something about like making time or something. And oh, I, oh, like, I don't want to. I don't want to sacrifice for our love. My time uh, when you cr- uh, when you cry and say I miss uh, you miss me. Yes. Um, I lie and tell you that I'll never leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. that part. You know, because it's kind of like in- instinct to want to say like no, like, it's fine, like, I love you, let's be together, like, I'll make time, like, I'll do better, but sometimes you just gotta be real with yourself and be like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to have more time, so what's fair to the other person? Yeah, 100%, you know, I, I've, I've definitely been there before where it's just like, I'm editing something, or I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and then it's like, they want to spontaneously come over, I'm like, I can't, like, I'm, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And uh, anyway, you know, not to get too into that. Again, parody, 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 parody. Uh, <laughs> um, out of time. Um, great song because I think this really, um, this song and the Quincy interlude um, really solidifies the connection between Abel and Michael in a way that um, feels respectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate when people try to like be like, oh he's the this of our era or they're like the this of our era it's like damn mm-hmm. just like let people be two separate people like they're two separate icons right but like for sure like he's on a fucking level and like he deserves respect and like to be compared to michael jackson like i don't see no problem with it mm-hmm. but just like let him be his own thing like the inspiration's clearly there yeah yeah, let's say yeah. Like he, we don't have to like keep like we don't have to say like oh like Abel's like the Michael Jackson of our time or anything because like that's just not true. You know, Michael Jackson is going to be the Michael Jackson of his time every time. You know, mm-hmm. but but I, I don't know. I just like how like Abel's just able to like kind yeah. of like take uh, like a chapter from Michael Jackson page. You know, especially you know having Quincy um, Jones on the album and able to like kind of make it into something new. You know, to make it to his own, to make it into like a more honest piece about like himself rather than about someone else yeah um it, it's it is really beautiful and and just hearing the interlude like uh, at the premiere hearing him talk I, I was a little bit nervous that quincy jones would like um like disrupt the album or in some sort of way but his interlude was really passionate and beautifully told and um i love when he's like uh, uh looking back's a bitch ain't it like i <laughs> that, that gets me every time and, and then as soon as it goes into the like every single time i'm like i love it and uh i was i was watching the anthony fantana like reactions to it today and he 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 had mentioned that um the song samples like japanese city pop which is cool which is a big inspiration for daft punk and daft punk obviously is a big inspiration for abel and on this album too and um yeah i think out of time is such a beautifully done song because again it is a throwback song but it doesn't it meshes the influences in all these different ways where it feels like something new Yes, mm-hmm. it's really pretty. I love it. This fucking great album. I, I don't know. I just fucking love this album. Like, it just sounds so good. And, like, just out of time. Just, like, mm, really hits me in the feelings, you know? Looking back, it really is a bitch. Yeah, I know. I know. It, it 100% is. And, and I just love the chorus. I love how the way that he sings. Uh, definitely, like, one of his best vocal performances ever. Like, straight up. Um I just love he like I I wish I could just recreate it. You know what I mean? I wish I had that that vocal ability to just like to to match what he's singing because do I, it. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Floor's yours. <clears throat> I gotta find the lyrics. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll do it. In private. I'll do it in private. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it uh, off mic at some point for you guys. I'll do a little performance. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe we can do karaoke next time we're in Cali. 
Yeah. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Karaoke. But um, the chorus of the song, just like say I'll say I'm there for you, but I'm out of time. You know what I mean? Say um, you know, say um. How does it go again? Uh, say I'm there for you. Uh, say care for you, but I'm out of time. Hang on, let me just look up the actual. You know, edit, edit, edit. Yeah. Out of time. <clears throat> Lyrics. Say that I care for you, but I'm out of time. time. Oh shit, man! Are you sure you don't want to put that on the pod? <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe I will. <laughs> no, but um. The chorus is uh, blah blah blah. Uh, say I love you, girl, but I'm out of time. Say I'm there for you, but I'm out of time. Say that I'll care for you, but I'm out of time. Said I'm too late to make you mine. Out of time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's br- it's you cry. It's brutally honest. It's just like it's like an ultimatum. It's like yeah, I just don't have enough time for you. That's it. It's not like Drake where it's like maybe maybe in another life we can do it, but come over at four. And that way, you know what I mean? It's always like he's always like convincing someone to do something. And like at the end of the day, she she catches the L rather than he's just like, yeah, I've, I just don't have enough time. Like straight up. I don't have enough time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it didn't work out. But that's why, you know, it's like a real answer, which I which I really love. So sad. And I love the before we move on. I love the line. Um, the last few months have been working on me, baby. There's so much trauma in my life. Uh that's a good one. That's such a good line. <laughs> such a good ass line. You know, like I'm going back to therapy. You know, I I love that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> for real. Like, hopefully, people listen to this and they're like, "Okay, I need to go to therapy before I end up like able." Yes, everyone should take a L. Rich, famous, number one on the charts. Ah, <laughs> dating I Angelina Jolie. Ah, lover. Oh, sounds horrible. I and wouldn't still want that. Sad. Seeing 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 brand oh. new seeing brand new films like eight years in advance. You know, ah, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, and still sad. Yes, but uh, yeah, I guess um, and this, I'm so sad. <laughs> God, I wish we could have got together and like and would have talked about after hours a lot, a lot happier, more chaotic version. Yeah, yeah, we should, we should. Uh definitely whenever the next the next episode of Simpin after dark, it's either got to be about that or it's got to be about Pink Panthers. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> got to do Pink Panthers. There's so much in that one for you guys. There's so much creeping on that that album. I love it. Like there's I love so, it. <laughs> so much creepiness. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like being very honest about being obsessive. Yeah, wait, let me ask you. Okay. <laughs> on, the song, on the song Last Valentine, she says, you would never cause an accident for me. Is that asking too much? What? Causing an accident? Like, <laughs> doing something crazy? She said, she said, she said you would never cause... Uh, I crashed my car, you know. <laughs> she said, she said, you would never cause an accident for me. Like, <laughs> you're not devoted enough. Yeah. I mean, you gotta match, you gotta match me. You gotta meet me where I'm at. <laughs> And if I'm doing all this for you, then <laughs> all this for you, <laughs> all this. For you. So you gotta do a little, bit, little bit of thing for me, just a little, a little just, bit you of don't need to step it accidents. Up. Yeah, um. I'm not feeling loved over here. <laughs> I'm not feeling loved. <laughs> Crash your key into a into a divider, and then we can talk. But um, <laughs> we can move on to uh, he, uh, here we go again with Tyler, which again another beautiful transition. Um, so good. But with Jim Carrey, uh, with slow tracks, and I, I love the yacht rock kind of uh, hit, slash like hip hop. Uh, you know, vibe on this song. Uh, I do wish that Tyler would have just like done his "Call Me When You Get Lost" like flexing kind of shit. Uh, he, he, I don't know, he felt kind of out of place. What did, what did you think, Ashley? Um, it was kind of like a random feature. Yeah, but I liked it. It's good. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think he thanks the song at all. But sorry. No, it was good. It flows. Mm -hmm. Like it's not too out of place or anything. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of like surprising that it was like the only feature on there. Like out of all the people. Yeah, it's kind of weird how he picked Tyler the Creator out of like all the features he could have had on here. But um, yeah, I thought it was nice. I mean, even though like Tyler's like um, feature didn't really have to do anything with like kind of like the fuckboy aesthetic that um, the weekend kind of has, you know, just being like, oh, like I'm busy, I'm out of time, and all this stuff. And Tyler's like, we don't need the government or religion to tell us like we love each other, you know, like like I feel like his like verse was a lot purer for what this project was. Yeah. You know so what he I mean? said you gonna sign this prenup. Uh no, I don't think it was pure. I think <laughs> I think it was kind of the opposite, honestly. It was kind of jaded. Really? What what do you mean? We gonna sign this prenup? Mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I think he's very jaded. Yeah, he's extremely jaded. Just in what? general. Like he doesn't wanna like What do you mean what? <laughs> common like, common practices. <laughs> he just thinks people are gonna take his money or like are uh, using him. Troy, have you heard Goblin? Tyler the Creator is the opposite of pure. <laughs> Listen to Goblin. <laughs> What's in the goblin? <laughs> no, I never heard of it. Let me. How do you? Let me write that. How do you spell that? <laughs> goblin. Um, no, but I mean, like, I don't know. Like, it just sounds like such a sweet verse, rather than like. I think it's just the way he said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Um, that, that's something I really had on, but it still sounds pretty good. Like, definitely not the worst feature on this project. Uh, I think it's the worst feature. I think Lil Wayne honestly was better. Keep it real with you. What? Uh, I think Wayne? Oh, yeah, I forgot about Little Wayne. But we'll get to there. We'll get oh, to that. Oh, I like that. In two time. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, another Simp and After Dark topic uh, of discussion for sure, but my least favorite song is Best Friends. Now, Oh, really? Yeah. Did you like Best Friends? I did. I don't really have like a least favorite, I guess. It is nice to probably listen to this album not thinking of like grades and like what you like and don't like. <laughs> it must be nice, isn't it? I know, I never, I'm just like, I love this to, like, everything. Sorry, it's, like, so loud over here. I think, um, I think as I get older, it's probably gonna end up being like that. Like, I don't think I can ever be, like, Fantano, like, like just great, still grading stuff, like, into, you know, I, I commend him in that way, because it's just, like, yeah. if you love music that much, like, how could you still, like, be like, I hate this, this is not good, like, ah, like, you know? Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> yeah, um, best friends to me. I did. I liked the the lyrical topics of it. It was just a little bit too like Starboy for me. And I do like Starboy, but just like love Starboy. Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. like the updated. I like the updated version of him much better, like the eighties shit. Um, mm-hmm. But best friends was was okay. But the lyrical topic of um, having sex as friends is that is that something that you think is 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 a possible thing that people can do? No. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how people do it. You can do like, it. You can. Do, it's like a. It's like a match that burns out in a week or two. That's how I feel about it. Because I've done that before. But it's just like it always burns out. Like like you find somebody else, or the other person finds somebody else, or you fall in love. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it, the situation like that I had was more like we were seeing each other casually for a while, and then we just decided to be friends. But like you know uh shortly after just kind of turn right back into like sleeping with each other for like a, a little bit um benefits yeah 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 until mm-hmm. the other person's friends yeah until the other person found somebody else um so but that's usually how it goes it's kind of like a you know it usually flames out i think i don't think it can last too long i think it sounds good in theory but it's a little more complicated when you actually do it well yeah also mm-hmm. if you don't care about any if you don't care about the other guy uh that she's yeah. seeing or you, you're just complete like you don't care about infidelity or any of that stuff, then, yeah, <laughs> you know, then there's some more <laughs> options that open up for you. If you're the weekend, <laughs> you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think yeah, you but can't I don't know. like anybody if you're going to be just sleeping with them like that. Like, just, yeah. just fuck. Right, exactly. No, exactly, because I'm like, I don't know, like, how do you, like, because he's just like, oh, this is my friend. Um, <laughs> <that's it. laughs> this is my vibe. So, this, is, <laughs> this is my vibe. <laughs> this is my vibe that I brought with me, uh, you know, say what's up. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, but speaking of the infidelities and, and that kind of stuff, um, mm-hmm. uh, it, is there someone else? Now, do you think that this song is about him trying to start something up with this person, but like, he doesn't know if they're seeing somebody or he's dating them and like she's cheating. I've been trying to figure this out. I love this song. It's Maybe a gr- this is my favorite song. It's a great one. Yeah, it's a really good one. Um I think they're like dating and he's just like trying to figure out if she's like fucking around or taking him seriously or not. Yeah. Like it I- sounds like he's trying to get serious, but I don't I don't see him doing that, but it's that's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, um, and also, you know, again, with the this is like the second question song on the album, and I don't think there's been another question weekend song, I don't think, right? Like a question mark at the end of the song. It's just very interesting to see him questioning things. Like, he, again, he's always very assured in his debauchery and his shit, but on this, he's just like, uh, ever since the song on After Hours, um, uh, the interlude with Tame Impala and that, like where he's like, uh, you don't love him, you're just fucking and you're thinking of me, which, you know, is like pr- prime cope. Damn. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, great post-breakup song. Great song where it's just like, damn, like, you don't love him. You're still thinking of me. But ever since then, you, the, the insecurities have, have shown through. Uh, the insecurities that he used to hide with just like yeah. mountains of codeine. And I think it's just because, like, he stays doing, like, this shit, so he just, like, kind of projects that onto everybody, too. Yeah. True. True. Wait, what? There's, like... Yeah, yeah. Like, he'll, like, be fucking somebody, but thinking of somebody else. So he's just, like, mm. thinking that everybody else mm. is doing that to Does him. that. Yeah. And they might, yeah. but uh, but also, doesn't he deserve it, then? You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Karma. Mm. Karma, baby. Yeah. It's, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. It, it is interesting, the, 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 the idea of karma, because, again, like... All the things that he did in his past, like like described on the trilogy, are just so like bad. Like stealing yeah. people's girls left and right. You know what I mean? He, he's like, coming. He up... could dish it, but he can't take it. Right, right. He's coming up mm-hmm. as a star, and he does all these terrible, terrible things. And like, and and it's all in the cl- a cloud of haze. But now that he's sitting in his living room alone, you know, uh, you see on his, his IG stories, he's always doing stuff like that. Like, or in the studio alone, or whatever. He's just like, mm-hmm. damn, <laughs> like damn, <laughs> like. And now I'm just here. And the and the and the karma comes back because it's like all those things that he did in his past. Now, like women see women that date him and women that want to date him understand who he is and what he does and what he used to do, and are just like, well, yeah. if I date him, it's you know I can just do the same shit, and you know, yeah. <laughs> like it's like you have an idea of who they are, so it's like you can't really take them serious or trust them. Yeah, right, exactly. And then in turn, he can't really trust other people. It's like he he definitely broke himself um, early on. Uh, with with this stuff, you know what I mean. With all yeah, the, cause I think especially like mm-hmm. if you're doing a bunch of like fucked up toxic shit, like you end up not being able to trust other people because you're gonna think that they're just as fucked up as you. Right. Like, even if you change, like you're just always gonna be thinking like your karma is like coming up to get you. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That that's probably one of the biggest um, themes of this album. I would say. You know what I mean? Uh, it's definitely very dark in that way he's ruminating on his past and and some of it is like through rose tinted glasses like as on um like here we go again and stuff like that 
but even that song again is jaded by tyler and by like the idea of like you know here we go again like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh very jaded album but as we as we move along um is there someone else um with the opn outro uh opn obviously is the the he's like the main dude on this album who's like producing and whenever you hear like bright synths and like like that Mm, yeah it's always him um he produced the uncut gem soundtrack obviously one of my favorite movies favorite soundtracks beautiful uh i love the um intro into is there something else where it's like that like weird repetitive kind of like creeping like noise that's great and then it moves into Mm. starry eyes yeah yeah and then well no even before that it's like uh on at the end of best friends it's like this weird repetitive like avant-garde like sound if you listen back you'll hear it but um going into starry eyes then is almost like a second part of is there someone else and uh that's really really nice too I, i like that song as well yeah on its own it's not amazing um i think is there some paired with is there something else it's like definitely like a more complete song um but yeah as you start to get into like the end of the album the singles get a little bit less and it gets a little bit more thematic like every angel is terrifying is not something you're gonna play at a party right no yeah that's true (laughs) you know if if it comes on shuffle that would be kind of awkward um you just have to play the whole thing yeah true (laughs) true (laughs) um but which i'd be down to listen to this like at a party yeah me too even the part where he's like talking to the angel just (laughs) Well, yeah, from top to bottom. Yeah, like 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 she's saying. Um, I, and you know, uh, praise to Adele for removing the shuffle feature. You know, it actually, yeah. you know, honestly, it is a feature that you know, uh, whatever. Like it was convenient or whatever. But I I I do like the idea of listening to an album from top to bottom. You know. Yeah, I don't know why they ever had that on there. Like, yeah, the random like as like the auto play. Because uh, it, mm. it makes them more money. It's like you know what I mean. You you hit the shuffle button and and your brain turns off. And once your brain turns off, they can sell and throw whatever they want at you. And True. most of the time it's ads or it's the same music that you've been listening to. And then it traps you mm. in their app. That's, I mean, that's how it goes. So True. I'm sure they're losing money, which is great. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Every Angel is Terrifying. Really cool outro on that one. Nothing to really talk about simping after Dark Wise. Uh, Don't Break My Heart more more so falls into that category. Yeah. At uh, the end of his life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I going to do? I fucking hurt everybody around me. And, like, what I was, like, kind of saying earlier, too, because it just, like, reminds me of, like, guys that... Okay, like, so for me, I remember, like, I was dating a guy. Like, we never, like, went through each other's phones or anything. And then I dated another guy that I could tell he was jaded as fuck because, like, he went through my phone. And I was like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. Like, this Mm -hmm. is, like, a thing. And then I started going through phones after that. Interesting. Hmm. It's like once you deal with that shit, you just think everybody else is like that. And like once you're like at the end of your ropes and you're like all alone, you're like, what am I doing? That's when you start to question yourself when you're like, you have nothing now. Mm. When you're on your deathbed. Yeah. I I feel like this album is definitely like a warning in that way. And I, I think that's kind of beautiful as well because he's still young. You know what I mean? He's not 70 or 80 years old. Like he portrays himself on the cover. <laughs> and um in the in the way again in a way that drake doesn't do on his albums because drake just is always talking about himself i love the way that abel has been able to um like almost like transcendentally like like have the same mind and have the same thought process and have the same like collective consciousness but like put it onto a different character that way he can still live his life as a normal guy at age 30 but then you know have this other character that's pretty much just him 
have these like more fucked up experiences and stuff. And, and I feel like now, I don't know. I feel like it's like a cathartic thing for him. I feel like he can really, um, I don't know. I feel like he can really look at his past, but not dwell on it and, and find happiness. You know what I mean? And, and then I, I think that's what lesson zero really is kind of about. Um, at the end of the album, I feel like it's really just about if I was 80 years old, this would suck, but I'm not, I'm 30 and I'm at the top of my game. True. So or he's like, what if this is what it's going to be like? Yeah. I get scared of that too. Sometimes when I'm 80, you know what I mean? Like, like, um, seriously, like I do. Cause, cause you know, as young people, especially in like, um, this generation, like I feel like we're, uh, again, have all these rigorous checklists and all these, you know, red flags and all these Twitter memes and Instagram memes, like subconsciously telling us like what to do. Uh, and, um, I feel like less people are dating young and less people are marrying young. And I sometimes, you know, I'm afraid that I'm going to just like all this bullshit is going to trick me into thinking like no woman is right for me and I'm going to be 80 and just be like, fuck, like, damn, like, you know, I get scared of that sometimes. I think we all do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's scary. And like, I think that's kind of like what he's doing in this album, just like realizing like maybe I might end up like this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially since like you try to trick you into like, settling but then they also try to freak you out and like trick you into not being in a relationship like society and twitter and whatever well yeah because twitter because it the, the whole thing is like everybody's on twitter everybody's on instagram and everybody has these niche things that they do but it'll be like i don't know like the, the most random memes like 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 the whole red flag thing this year was was one that really annoyed me because <laughs> it, it's it you know at the end of the day Not it's real funny personal, real quick well it's funny and, yeah. and everything sure it's funny but but at the but people like listen to that and it's like that's fucking sad to me um <laughs> you know what i mean because it's like because yeah. it's like just because a guy i don't know uh let's say it makes you split the bill on the first date or just because a guy like whatever i don't know like i'm i can't think of a good example at the moment but just because like some non-specific person that's never dated anybody made a funny meme on twitter you know it doesn't mean it has to apply to your life and doesn't mean like that's real you know what i'm yeah, saying no, i think people just uh got really personal with it and just were like kind of retrospectively yeah looking back mm-hmm. and being like it's a red flag looking back it's like is it a red flag or is that just something they did and didn't work out yeah, like oh, like uh, you know, don't date a tourist with brown hair that you meet in California at the In and Out. It's like, is that one guy that you met, or is that like all guys? You know what I'm saying? All of them. Yeah, it's yeah. all of them. Man. It's like scaring people. Yeah, I know. It's mm. people who are lonely and people who ha- have like nothing. You know. Yeah, like, and it's like when you're like on these apps too. Like your brain is like on this like less like um. You're like on auto mode, basically. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's easier to get scared, like to read something and just like take it to heart. Yeah. Because you're just like on this like different wavelength where just like you're more easily brainwashed. Oh, here's something. Mm-hmm. I, here's something I saw oh, the other definitely. day that, that, made, that made me bother. It was like girls with <laughs> girls with big boobs and big nipples are going to cheat. Like something like that. Right. It, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's like it, it's like it's like yes it's funny but it's like is that like something that somebody's gonna read and be like and not like just avoid girls like that it's like fuck it's like fucked up you know what i'm saying just like look at your girlfriend with big boobs and big nipples like hmm yeah right you like subconsciously hey, seriously babe, what'd you do last weekend hmm? you know what i'm saying are you you know what i'm saying it's like you get skeptical about things for no reason it's like yeah if you're impressionable like for sure like stay off social media like don't be reading shit like that that's gonna yeah freak you out I mean, like yeah, these young kids, especially. Right. That's what I'm saying. The three of us are self-aware to know, mm. to see that and be mature enough to be like, that's that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. But like, 
yeah, somebody who's 14 or 12 or whatever that has never had a girlfriend. You know, me, yeah. if, if I was 12 and I was like, yeah. I'm looking to, you know, see what girls imagine are like. having Twitter when you're 12. Oh, be fucking, oh it'd be a nightmare. Favor oh. this if you like me. Imagine getting canceled at 11 years old. <laughs> oh, God. My God. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. God, we didn't having have Twitter back Download, then. having like Tinder as like a, like a 15 year old or something. Like, Wait, That what? should be fucking wild. Tinder's a 15-year-old. Yeah. Hold on, Troy. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like freshman year of uh, what? Freshman year of uh, high school? You can't download Tinder. Tinder. Oh, you can't? Like oh, you gotta be 18. It's for 18-year-olds, you weirdo. <laughs> Bro, since when? Maybe they lie. I mean, since like, always. It's a dating always? app. I don't know. It's for consensual sex between adults, bro. It's... Who the fuck wait, is are you meeting on Tinder? Wait, wait, wait. Is, is that what it's for? Is it just for consensual sex? <laughs> yeah. It's to find the love of your life. What? <laughs> to find my love of my life. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, anyway. What, 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 what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know where you're, you're going in a weird direction talking about 15 I was thinking of just like... Tinder for two different things. Yeah, I was like, what? Uh, anyway. Yeah, man. I'm out here trying to find love, you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I hope you're married. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hope you find her. <laughs> is is probably the most like silly song on the album, I guess. <laughs> oh, on the album, yeah. Uh, I like it. It's a good song. You do like it, you said? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I've grown. I've grown to like it. Lil Wayne's verse like cracks me up though. Like he he loves doing that line of just like you know you like it dirty and I'm dirty hairy. Oh, that <laughs> like, shit was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> fucking loves doing shit like that. Like I, I don't know. I just love Lil Wayne because every time he like raps, it just sounds like he just has like so much fun. <laughs> yeah, like he has like the most just like little like one liners. Mm-hmm. It's good. Right, like uh, I really like it. Like plus, like I felt like his verse was like uh, this is why I think like his verse is like pretty strong. Is just like. He's just like, I can't be by your side, bitch. Like, that shit ain't fly, bitch. Like, I can't be your pilot. Can't be your private. Like, you know, basically yeah. saying, like, I, I can't be, like, your man. Which, I, it's just kind of funny. Just the whole concept of this song is just, like, of, like, Abel finding out, like, oh, my girl has a husband. Oh, my God. I can't believe she's cheating on me with her husband. I read this song at first as um, he, knew, she, he knew that she was married. Uh, dated her and then like got her to break up and then was like, "Yo, I can't. You 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 cheated on your husband." Like, <laughs> oh, like <laughs> you know, like, I can't trust you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I read it, and I still continue yeah. to read it like that because it makes it more goofy and more funny. Yeah, I think so. But like, I think like the thing is like to him, like he's dead fucking serious. Yeah, because yeah, no, no, definitely. Um, he he is, and I I I really do think that like he met this girl and found out that she was married later. Which, like, again, is very mature for him because House of Balloons Able would be like, yeah, like, okay, you're, yeah, you're married. I see the ring on your finger. Like, get your other four married friends to come over here and, like, yeah, like you know, something that ruin happen. all your marriages, like, you know, with my with my R&B in the background. Like, that's what he would do, you know? Yeah. Um, but now he's like, oh, you're married? I don't know. I don't know about that, you know? He's almost like a, yeah. he's almost like the single uncle at the barbecue or some shit. Yeah. It's just, like, it's funny because, like, he's dead serious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he plays it straight. I guess, like, I don't think he was trying to be funny, but like, as an audience, it's fucking funny. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's wow. like, I knew that like this was too good to be true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for real. It's like, bro, like you're the other man. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't be with you, girl. I can't be with you. And this is where the Michael Jackson shit really comes in. He's going, oh. 
yeah. You know, this is where it really comes full circle with with the Michael shit. He's really Again, I'm going to keep insulting Drake because Drake 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 is the perfect foil to the weekend because on Drake's album Certified Lover Boy, he was like uh, I am Michael Jackson this and that. And he has all the accolades and all the brags and all the this and that without any of like the without changing his style or without like honoring Michael like like uh, even on Scorpion he just like copy and pasted Michael Jackson onto the album and it sounded bad like it's just like I, I love mm. I just love that Abel again we keep saying Abel Abel is able to Abel is able to Abel is re- able to really close the loop <laughs> on that like really like you know you know I I honor Michael he's separate than me but I but we can still both do the you know we can still both do amazing Super Bowl shows you know yeah. I love Michael but we can both do like you know I can do I heard you're married or out of time and he has his thriller and he has this and I have my after hours and my success. You know what I mean? I, I love that. Uh, he's just a very singular figure in pop music. And, and I think that's why he'll continue to last and keep, you know, the way that he changes and adapts, um, is, is amazing. And, um, and less than zero is a great closer as well. Um, probably like my third favorite song on the album. What do you guys think of that one? I like it um, too. Yeah. I, I mean, in the beginning, I didn't think I liked it, but then like today in the car, like I, I heard it goes on, um, it was on, and fucking I couldn't help myself but like sing along with it, and I'm like I didn't even know I knew the words of the song, like it's just so catchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of those. It really is like it's just so, so great. Like just like the chorus is just so catchy. Like because I can't get it uh, out of my head. No, I can't shake this feeling that crawls in my bed. I try to hide it, but I know you know me. Uh, I try to fight it, but I'd rather be free. Oh, <laughs> no, like, <laughs> this, oh. this shit is just so good. Like, I don't, oh, my God. It was a really good ending, and, like, I think it was just such a good, like, um, good way to talk about, like, the relationship, too. Is this the one with uh, Calvin Harris, too? Or No, that's or, a, that, 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 that's I Heard You're Married. Oh, that was the last one. Mm. Yeah, might be. That one is Calvin Harris. This is more like the Max Martin. Like, this is like his classic collaborators. And then plus OPN, obviously, with the do 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 You know, that's mm-hmm. it. That's his part of it. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I really love this song. And I love this idea of um, having something on your mind. It's not necessarily like 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 about heartbreak or anything. It's more so like, I don't know, maybe he, you know, was beaten as a child or something and like never revealed that to anybody. And that's on his head. Mm. But he's in. A, he's able. He keeps thinking about. it. He can't stop thinking about it. He thought maybe, you know, taking the drugs or the time would heal it or would like you know make him forget about it. But he still thinks about it. And, yeah. um, you know, again, I was never like abused or anything. But I can definitely like on some lighter levels definitely relate to some of those things where I can't get over shit sometimes. You know, some something shitty happens to me or something happens um, to one of my family members or whatever, and I just like, you know, no matter how I try and get it out. Uh, it's in my, it just stays there, you know? Yeah. Are you also like the type to just keep it to yourself? Yeah. Um, definitely. Definitely. So I, I have a heavily relate to the song and, um, but I, I love that the caveat is kind of like, um, I'd rather, you know, I try to hide it, but I'd rather be free. You know, it's just, it's kind of like very, um, it's a nice note to end the album on. Cause it's just like, yeah. even mm-hmm. if you have trauma, even if you have this, even if you have that, like go to therapy, like, or find somebody you love and, and tell them and you know spill your guts to them like don't be afraid i think mm-hmm. you have to i feel like the more you try to hide it the more it does keep coming back yeah it does like i think you're only going to be free if you can openly talk about it yeah i i agree um and sometimes like pre like before people go to therapy and stuff a lot of times like they 
I don't know. They let it build up, like you're saying, um, and just don't let it come out. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like it, it could. It it really does like affect you in in ways that you don't yeah. understand. Because um, you think you're hiding it. Well, you, th- well, you think it's, it's like something shameful or bad. Yeah, you, in mm-hmm. your relationship. But yeah, it's like right. A big secret, and it's just there, like lingering. A lot of times, it's not even a big secret, which is the funny thing. Like you and your head are like building it up yeah. to be like this crazy thing, and then you reveal it to somebody, and they're like, "That's it," you know? Yeah, like, or, like you think they're gonna like judge mm-hmm. the shit out of you, and they're just like not. Yeah, I, I guess they that's, love mm-hmm. you. They'll be there for you. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like trusting too. You know, like it's just like mm-hmm. I, like like I don't trust you enough that I can like come out and like share this information with you. You know, like so it's like kind of subconsciously fucking with a relationship too, making the decision not to tell the other person. It's yeah. it's tough because sometimes you hold back and especially like in the first stage, like first couple stages of a relationship, like you don't want to reveal too much because that's mm-hmm. when people are looking for the red flags. Especially nowadays, people are like, oh, like wait three months, wait around, yeah, wait around for three months and 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 see if a red flag <laughs> pops up. And it's like maybe that's when maybe three months is when I start getting comfortable with you and I and I say like, hey, like you know, I want to talk to you about this. And then all of a sudden now that's a red flag and you know it, it could be hard. It could be hard to try and balance these things, but that's why you really gotta be in a relationship with somebody that you love and that you trust yeah it's hard though because i guess like some things could be like i don't want to say a red flag right but it kind of could be a red flag because if someone did go through something traumatic like a lot of times that affects you forever yeah and even if you love someone like if they've been through some shit like there's really nothing you can do unless like they deal with it properly definitely so it kind of could be a red flag so it would be hard to like admit something like this is not something that happened to me personally or anybody around me or anything but like an example i just thought of is like um let's say i'm dating somebody for four months and and uh after four months i'm like hey like i just want to disclose to you like i had a dui like five years ago and like i killed somebody or something like that it's like holy shit you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's like it's like that's something you want to tell somebody right but it's like when do you tell them and do you tell them and like is that something you hide like Oh yeah, I don't know. That's rough, right? You know Oof. what I'm. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Damn that that, that it, was a good. That was good, man. That it's heavy. Analogy. This is exactly it's what he's tough. talking about. These are the. T- it, it's not related to romance. It's not like oh, yeah, I cheated on my ex or something. Who gives a fuck about that? It's real <laughs> shit. It could well, relate I mean, he, to like romance in your relationship because like if it's carrying over into your relationship, true. Like if you haven't dealt with it, true, true. Or like, so, like or like maybe they want to know because like then mm-hmm. they're gonna have to be dealing with you like going through episodes where like you're thinking about it constantly neglecting your partner or mm. treating them weird lashing out yeah, or maybe like let's say like you sleep with somebody and then um you sleep with somebody and then five years later like they're they're your best friend you know what i mean and, and you're just friends but then you try and start a new relationship and it's like you kind of have to disclose like hey like we had a past in some sort of way mm. well i mean yeah. also too like just a big trauma in disabled life is just like he was homeless for a bit you know I mean? you know yeah. what i mean like he's definitely seen some shit like on the streets like when he was homeless 100 and I bet that's probably one of the main reasons why, like, he has so many issues, like, trying to trust somebody. Because it's just, like, how do you talk to somebody about that? Especially, like, in his circle, you know, where, like, people around him are just super successful or come from, like, money or something. And he's just like, yeah, like, the shit was rough, like, growing up. Like, especially, like, being on the streets. No, he probably feels like he's going to get left in the dust yet again. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Forgotten again. Yeah. And, um, Mm -hmm. but, yeah. Um, anyway. (laughs) This is it did, it did take a bit of a dark turn, but so did the album. And and I feel yeah. like it's nice that we kinda stayed on theme and kinda like opened up in that way. So this has been a very good episode. Um is there anything else we should discuss before closing the album? Maybe the outro? Um Jim Carrey's outro. <clears throat> I muted it personally. You cried? <laughs> you muted it? Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> Why? It just makes I don't like the I don't like some of the things that he says. It's just like he's like, bang a gong, get it on. Like 
I'm just like, oh. I think that goes with like the theme of being like a radio show host and just saying like random shit. True. Like just corny shit sometimes. Yeah. But then he had some other good little gems to drop. Like kind of corny, but it's like supposed to be radio. I think it kind of goes with the theme. Yeah. Made me emotional. Yeah, I need maybe I need to listen back with that because I just like on first or, first or second listen, I was just like I can't hear this anymore, and I muted it. <laughs> but maybe I'll bring it back into the rotation. Do it. Yeah, I think I should. I liked it. <clears throat> me, me and Trevor were choked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is a good note to end the album on. I would say some of the things that he says for sure. Yeah, like a little like sending you off with this. Mm-hmm. So now, okay, you know what? I, this is what we could talk about. Um, what do you predict? that the next album will be like, will sound like, will the story that it'll follow, will he be in heaven? Will he be in hell? Will he like wake up and it's all a dream? Like, and and he goes in a different direction. Like, I don't know. I think if you go based off of like, kind of like Jim Carrey's little outro thing where he's just Mm -hmm. talking about how like, you got to be heaven to see heaven. Mm -hmm. Like you can't have regrets. Mm -hmm. You want to get into heaven, all this, I guess it'll just depend on like, able and how he feels and if he can let go of all this and yeah try to be like a better person or if he's just gonna be like okay i'm gonna do me and then just goes to hell and just <laughs> you know fuck boy <laughs> yeah that'd be lit yeah yeah but sad. yeah it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be tough i really don't know what, which direction he's gonna go with i mean i can't probably tell. the fu- probably the fuck boy one just because like he's just so good at like putting on that persona very well like he's able to like make these great like situations and sing about them but i don't know a little bit about me like i want him to change for the better you know i want him to go to heaven i want him to be hanging out with jim carrey in, in heaven but <laughs> I think he <laughs> I wants know. to go to heaven but like can he but can he with yeah with all these past traumas that he's been going through yeah i don't I know if his you, struggle right now yeah i don't know if you guys have his ever regrets i don't know if you guys have ever listened to cock twins um the album and song uh, heaven or las vegas um he is a huge fan um he's a big fan of the cockatoo twins he actually um what do you call it he sampled them on on house of balloons um Mm. so i i predict that the album is going to be called heaven or las vegas aka heaven or hell um i don't know we'll see though that would be a good one yeah heaven or las vegas that'd be pretty cool i feel like that'd be a fire uh album title and cycle and everything so i hope and like concept that'd be cool yeah, I feel like that'd be cool. Um, and I hope uh, he, you know, he brings some. I hope Blade comes on the album. Uh, Blade, Blade has been all the rapper, uh, the Swedish rapper Blade. He's been all about heaven and God and shit. Uh, I feel like he's he would be a prime feature for the album, or just that production style. And maybe maybe Kanye would be another prime one for that. I'm gonna have to check that out for, for heaven. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I guess we'll see you uh, next year for uh, or next two years, whenever this album comes out. Yes, <laughs> two years. It might so? be two years. When did after? Yeah, because after hours came out in 2020. Yeah, it's wow. been. It's yeah. it's actually been less than two years. Uh, somehow, like it's because uh, January, March, like just a little was bit it, under. It was like late 2020. <clears throat> it was um. No, it was uh, March. Wait, March it, first week of uh, the lockdowns. Yeah, it was like March like seventh mm-hmm. or some shit. Yeah, oh. yeah, because I remember like this album came out and then it was just like you're not allowed to leave your house like right after <laughs> that. <laughs> Good times. Oh man. Let's give it up for three day, year three of pandemic <laughs> year three. I can't believe that shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, what right. A I know. We're in purgatory. 
I think that's- it's so funny that his <laughs> his uh, his postponed and revamped uh, um, after hours uh, or yeah after hours till dawn tour might get canceled again. Oh fuck! <laughs> like he had his shot. He had his opportunity to tour stadiums. He could have done it this summer, but he's just like, no, no, no. Let me make the venues bigger, and then and then it's just like, Damn. they might get canceled again. Ugh. Yeah, which that would, would fucking suck. Which would suck. Like, I know, Goddamn. like all these freaking concerts. I know everything's up in the air. I know. Me and Troy were supposed to go to this dude. Um, this dude who was actually on the show, Genesis Owasu, and he was just on Colbert as well. We were gonna go see oh. his concert and meet him because we're like kind of friendly with him and his label and shit. Of course, it got spoke. Of course, it got postponed. Of course. Aww. Sad. Ugh. It sucks. Yeah. 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 It does. It does kind of suck because we were also talking too. We we're like talking about like goals of like for to do like next year, and like a lot of those goals is just like going out and like meeting people or covering <laughs> concerts and shit. Yeah. And it's just like, well, Aww. there goes all those plans. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I know. I wonder if we'll do like a virtual type of concert instead. I, I mean, I'd be down for that again. I, I I enjoyed the virtual premiere, so I would be down for a virtual performance. Co- yeah, I'd be down for another one. I mean, mm-hmm. I just want to see him live. I, I'll pay whatever the fucking price is. I got a nice ass camera. I'm gonna take all the pictures. This, this is a, this is my big break. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah. Anyway, uh, for anti after dark, uh, we're gonna sign off. Because they're kicking us out of the studio. Because they have to do some other shit here. We got the next show coming in. We got the next show coming in. Got the next show coming in next. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming. Really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, we definitely got a... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, same. I'm going to listen to it one way, uh, all the way through and then... Give myself a good old cry before bed, and then yeah. reflect on my life. I've been crying a lot the past week. This between this and and the FK Twigs album Magdalene. I don't know if you've ever listened to that, Ashley. Uh, yeah. FK Twigs. Holy oh, shit! Sure. God damn, that album is sad. Anyway, <laughs> Are you want to crying? Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, but anyway, <laughs> do you want to plug your show real quick, and then we'll sign off? Oh yeah, uh, you guys can check out my podcast Nippin' After Dark. I'm on Spotify, Apple, all that shit. Uh, follow me on instagram sipping after dark tiktok twitter all the same handle um yeah thank you guys for having me again good times you guys will have to come back on my show for pink panthers yeah yeah. whatever next time you guys are out in cali yes 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 100 percent. 100 percent yeah hey (laughs) (laughs) we got a lot more ski masks since last time we saw you too we got many we got like the whole full colors of the rainbow and shit so we're gonna hell yeah i love it yeah maybe we'll do an anti-face reveal if it's like depending on the timing if we get to 10k before we get to your if we get to 10k by the time we get to your show our faces will be shown yeah you'll see our faces yeah yeah i think so face reveal at 10k face reveal at 10k (laughs) dope Mm -hmm. anyway ryan signing off Uh, Troy signing off, I guess. Actually signing off. Peace, 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 peace. Bye. Don FM. Bye.